Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline covering the live betting angles for every game this is vcin live bet tonight with femi abebefe and wes reynolds on vcin the sports betting network it's a great day to be alive and it's a great day to be a better Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza to where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, we'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show at VEASAN Live on Twitter. At Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes. At Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it here on the show coming up all eyes on the city of brotherly love for monday night football an nfc east clash rivalry renewed between the washington commanders and the philadelphia eagles will be watching this game all throughout the show but first wes <clears throat> i get emotional with the nfc east on prime time is there a live bet to be made right now uh not for me i have uh, uh the two i have here brian robinson over uh, 34 and a half rushing yards i did take the commanders Late, just a little bit before mm-hmm. kickoff uh, at plus seven for the first half. Uh, used the Eagles money line for our little rollover deal. I needed kind of a layup, I felt, tonight, and I really didn't have conviction. Re- really, either way, even yeah. though I ended up on plus seven with the commanders, I was just thinking that, you know, maybe the Eagles off that, you know, off that little, that mini buy and that bye week was, you know, could be a little bit flat, a little bit slow to start. They haven't been slow to start offensively, but defensively. Washington definitely on the move. Yeah, defensively, I think Philly's been a little sluggish there. Uh, and they're kind of the same woes that they had against Houston. Inability to stop the run have kind of crept up here once again with Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, those guys getting a little bit of success. But uh, right now, the Eagles, minus 710 on the money line. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the spread and the total are taken off the board. Actually, now Philadelphia laying 11.5 total up to 55.5. This closed West at 43 with the Eagles is 11-point favorite. So the scoring has been uh, quite rapid so far yeah. early on in the second quarter. Authority, 21 points on the board. Yeah, I've seen, and I saw a lot of sentiment for the under, uh, obviously, and that's where it was moving today. But, you know, Washington, they've won two or three games since Heineke's been the starter. You could have made an argument. They almost beat Minnesota uh, the week prior and could be 3-0. and So this commander's team has definitely been better. I think then where they started with Carson Wentz, uh, getting some guys healthy as well. So, uh, you know, Philadelphia, as it goes along, the pressure of being the lone undefeated team is going to get to you. So uh, 
Washington uh, going to try to convert a third down here. They have five third down conversions already this yeah. evening, which is what they had combined for the last two games. Yeah, it's not a good sign there for this Eagles defense. And I, I think what I've been thinking about this game all throughout the day, because I, I don't have any plays on this one. I couldn't find anything that really spoke to me, but I've been looking to eye maybe like a second half under. And if we continue to see this type of scoring, yeah. I feel better and better about potentially playing a second half no, under. No, I'm with you. And just as I said that, we mushed him. Uh, the commander stuffed yeah. on third down. So let's see what Ron Rivera elects to do. Riverboat? Let's do uh, go ahead and uh, try to uh, kick here. Uh, fourth <laughs> and one from the 21. So this would be about a 38-yarder. Does he go back to the riverboat days, or does he uh, kick the field? He might, here? because that's the thing with, with the Eagles. Oh. Uh, the Eagles really... Against the run, if you want to point out a weakness for this mm -hmm. team, it is stopping the run, and and that's what it's been. I mean, they are down there in the high in the high twenties in terms of uh, stopping the run so far. The commander is only eighteen for fifty seven, though, so not getting a lot per attempt. But in terms of the the volume, you know, maybe wearing them down here is uh, we'll see if they got that it's playoff. A, I think it's a delay. Game. They were gonna they were gonna try to have Curtis Samuel, or wow. I think that was Curtis yeah, Samuel was Curtis on Samuel. the direct set snap. So. False start. Now, you, now you wow. probably got a kick at, at fourth and six. That's that. That's indecisiveness by the coaches. Yep, the I co think on the decision. That's what it's going to lead to. Heineke knows that you know. Hey, we got to get the snap off. And by the time he claps, you know, for the snap to come, it was one second left on the clock. Yeah, that's on you guys upstairs. Yeah, that's that's not good. That, especially if you're going to run a play that has motion involved like yeah. that, you got to get to the line of scrimmage much sooner than when they got there. So the commanders will go ahead and settle for a field goal in this game, a 44-yard attempt right now for Washington. But it looked like they had the play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and that, now I know it's like the, the, the whistle was blown as they go ahead yeah. and sneak it through there. So it's a 14-10 to 10 football game. But that, that might come back to bite them here in this spot because we know Philadelphia is going to get the ball to start the second half. And right now that spreads West. Eagles, 12 and a half point favorites total now, 53 and a half. So the total ticks down a couple points after Washington settles for three. Yeah, yeah. No, no surprise that you don't really see a lot of adjustment on the uh, on the side, at least for field mm -hmm. goals. And that pretty much matches a pattern that we've seen all season. So, uh, you know, commanders uh, only 4.2 yards a play. They're moving the ball, but they've had the ball a lot too. 28 yeah. plays. Uh, Eagles 6.3 a clip, only 12 plays. Of course, uh, Eagles had that short drive on that Heineke fumble early in the game. So I think you could see that the Eagles hurts very efficient to start six of eight, 52 yards and a touchdown uh, to uh, uh, Goddard. And then, uh, you know, two for 13 in terms of running. And that was also a run for a touchdown. So you outlined what you were sweating, and that's the Brian Robinson over 34 and a half rush yards and also the commanders in the first half getting seven. What were some of your keys to this game here? Well, I was looking, uh, you know, they say fly, Eagles fly, but how about run, Eagles run? They didn't do it against the commanders in week three in the first meeting. I know that was a dominant performance from the Eagles, but Washington only held them to 50, uh, 72 yards in week three. Hertz, by the way, only had 20 rushing yards in that game, 2.2 yards per carry. I think that was about his lowest on the season. And then I want to look at, at Heineke versus uh, the pressure. The, e the Eagles are eighth in pressure rate. And Heineke, when he's getting pressured, is 38th out of 41 uh, qualified quarterbacks in passer rating. And that's for per pro football reference. Mm -hmm. uh, I also use the one. I'll let you go ahead and talk about the Terry McLaurin thing. But I also use command the pace. And can Washington do that? Can they shorten the game a little bit? They are 31st in situation neutral pace per football outsider. So this is not a team that runs a lot of tempo. And as you can see, they weren't running tempo oh. on that last play, <laughs> being that they got a delay of to game. So, yeah, so so they, they like to be a little bit slow. And with this Eagles, you know, quick strike offense and with an offense that can run the ball and just gash you for big plays, you don't want you want to keep them off the field. And so far, Washington's been very successful mm -hmm. at doing that. Yeah, I think that's a very good key for them to cover this game. Now, I know they want to win, but for those of you who bet Washington plus 11 there, you want this game to be shorter, fewer possessions for the Eagles to go out and stretch a lead. Uh, some of the three keys that I was looking for, Terry McLaurin versus these Eagles cornerbacks. Uh, I know you had pointed this out well, but McLaurin is their wide receiver one, and he is clearly Taylor Heineke's favorite target. McLaurin, when Carson mm -hmm. Wentz was the QB, wasn't getting as many balls. Now he's getting a lot of the targets here in Philly. Those two stud corners on the outside, being yeah. Darius Slay and James Bradbury, how that matchup would kind of 
go yeah, with this. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, PFF rankings. Big play slay number four mm-hmm. in coverage per PFF that you reference, and Bradbury, no slouch either at 14. So was McLaren Corn going to be able to get his, or do they have to go with Curtis Samuel or another target? You know, Logan Thomas, something short in the middle of the field. So we'll see how McLaurin does at the end of the night. I'm very curious also to see how these Washington commander linebackers do, because both Cole Holcomb and David Mayo, their Mike and their Will linebackers, are out. And linebacker play is very key against a team like the Philadelphia Eagles that uses a lot of that read option stuff and the run game. It's very diverse. So if those linebackers are not able to kind of key in on what Philly's offense is doing, that could be problematic. I think it's a big uh, day for Jalen Hurts here. Then finally, Taylor Heineke against these familiar foes. We know the Heineke magic, and he's able to kind of come up with these last-second late drives here. But against NFC East teams, he's 2-4 and four as mm-hmm. a starter. And last year, toward the end of the year, he really took it on the chin as a starter, getting blown out in some of those games against NFC East opponents. Got well, He didn't play in the first game. That was Carson Wentz that played in the first game this year. But I just want to see kind of how Taylor Heineke does against a familiar foe here in the Philadelphia right. Eagles. Right, absolutely. So uh, now the Eagles are going to have to uh, go for about a third and intermediate here. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, Washington, I mean, get them off the field again, and then you can have that another slow drive where you're eating time off the clock and you're running the ball really well, or at least running it well enough to move the chain. So uh, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a 30 and five for the Philadelphia Eagles, who I think have looked relatively sharp out of the bye week, at least offensively, but defensively, we kind of saw what Houston did to him on that Thursday night. Damian Pierce is able to run the ball on these guys. Yeah, it's it's been the offense is just so good though with what they're able. To, I mean, like it feels like every time Hurst throws, yeah, it's like it, wide seems, open like it seems like a guy's open. It seems like a guy's open. Yeah, right there, Devontae Smith for a first down. Like they're just playing pitch and catch, pitch and catch, pitch mm-hmm. and catch, and uh, you can put a lot of guys back there that have a lot of yeah, success. Yeah, when you, when you when you can scheme like that, I mean, hey, uh, look at what uh, now now Alabama people are like, hey, give them credit. You know, look at what's mm-hmm. happening with Tua. Doesn't it yeah. seem like his guys are always wide open? They're open, man. And and, and to, to his credit, he's gotten better. I mean, the balls are really accurate there. His Hertz is going up top, and that is going to be picked. picked off. So just as we're praising Jalen Hurts, as you see a, a little bit of a crowd for Washington out here at the sports book, mm-hmm. and that'll be a nice return. I'm, I think you might have been down by contact, but that'll be a v- nice return as we see a flag on the play as well. So we'll see if this was yeah. – before the interception, yeah, or if it was I after think it was post because that's a very, very late flag to throw. Yeah, that would be. I think I think this is gonna be a post type of situation. Now, if he was down by contact or not, that'll change the field position there. The referees are having a discussion right now um, for this, but uh, this is a pretty big play here for Washington. Like you mentioned, if they can kind of get steal this possession mm-hmm. and grind this down to a halt here and potentially take the lead. Wow, that. Should have been caught by A.J. Brown at first. It goes through the defender's hand. A.J. Brown then tips it back up to the defender in a weird way. If you look at it, like that's kind of strange how that mm-hmm. happens. But uh, it's, it'll be an interception nonetheless. I believe he is down by Yeah, contact. yeah. Forrest, Forrest picked it up, and then it was run, Forrest, run, 32-yard return. <laughs> so we'll wait on the particulars here when we come back. Yeah, I'm assuming right now it's been taken off the board, and that is correct. The Eagles minus 600 on the money line. Commanders plus 430. Can Washington keep this game close? I know a lot of people didn't have a lot of faith in this commander's team entering tonight against the unbeaten Eagles. But so far, Washington's given them a game. On the other side, we'll let you know our same game parlays for this Monday night clash between two NFC East foes. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. 
Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your boots with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the latest odds, lines, and boosts, Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers' special World Cup promotions like our World Cup Futures, Insu- World Cup Futures, Insurance Bet, and World Cup Daily Bets and Gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. It's a whole new game. Beeson also has an excellent World Cup betting guide mm-hmm. as well, and that'll be Nigel Silly. I know had a lot to do with that. Yeah. And our crew here, uh, I know Amal Shah and, and Patrick Maher have hosted a special. Sunday, right? Sunday. Ecuador and Qatar. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Man. I can't wait for the No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. It's something kind of different, you know? Mm-hmm. that That's the thing. We all get in a pattern of when our seasons are, and we get as betters and just as sports watchers and fans in our routine. But, you know, that's why I like the Olympics. Like, there's some people, most of the people around here, they don't give a damn about the Olympics. Yeah. I like them every four years. I like having a little bit of a diversion, especially in the summertime when, you know, we're kind of... We're, we're dragging. Yeah, we're dragging. <laughs> we get to July and August. It's like, I'm all about swimming and gymnastics. Yes, no, anything to fill the void of July and August is much appreciated here as uh, right now the Washington Commanders have the football after the interception. Now, we're not clear on what the flag ended up yeah, being. Yeah, it was, it was, it was there wasn't a penalty. I think it was yeah. just, you know, putting it down to... You know, say down by contact, but anyway, uh, Washington trying not to go three and out here, trying to take advantage mm-hmm. of this rare turnover from Philadelphia. So now the turnover battle very much even. Uh, third and six for the Commanders, plus ten and a half, minus one hundred five, minus one twenty five. If you want to lay it with the Eagles, fifty one and a half your total. There we go. So we're kind of back towards the pre flop number on the spread there, with the total being fifty one and a half, and. Philly's defense, I mean, if there's anything that's kind of the scary part if you're an Eagle fan, and it's not necessarily scary because you're going to have these kind of games mm-hmm. once teams start to figure out what you're doing, then you got to adjust after the adjustment has been made. But been a couple of primetime games, one at Houston coming off of the uh, the win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had Houston and now this night against Washington to where it's – they look like they've been. They can be had. Yeah, <laughs> at least on defense. No, no, no. They do. I mean, you know, I think, and and they're a good team. Not oh, yeah. not trying to say that they're not. Yeah. But we're they, nitpick. But, we're nitpicking a little. But here. but but they've been the beneficiary of you know what we talked about in the summer. The NFC East. Mm-hmm. All these teams were going to have really easy schedules. And look, uh, the Commanders at, at four and five. You know, the worst team in the NFC East as the snap Whoa, goes over Heineke's head. World. He needs to throw that as far out of bounds as he can. Yeah, he's lucky he was able to. And he does. <laughs> get, I believe he got past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, so. yeah, I think he avoided the, the dreaded 
but intentional grounding. But what we were saying about the NFC East, we kind of knew Dallas was going to have a relatively easy schedule. The Giants. We thought I took the Giants over their season wins and they're going to get there. I didn't think they'd have it by now. I thought I'd need a game or two in like the last month of the season, mm-hmm. but they're seven and two. I mean, so, so they are the beneficiary of scheduling here. So, uh, you know, every single week, I think the pressure mounts, uh, and, and, you know, the Eagles really aren't that far away either. Cause all of a sudden you've got Minnesota. What are they? Eight and one now. Eight and one. Yeah. So you've got all these teams that I think are right behind. I don't, I, I guess Philadelphia because they're undefeated is kind of the number one team. You'd have to put them as the number one team in the NFC, but are they really that far ahead of Minnesota and Dallas and, uh, San Fran. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco is kind of the team. I think a lot of people still think, Hey, that might be the team to beat in the NFC, even they're, though they're, they're lurking. Yeah. Even though they're like barely over 500, but that's not going to matter in the playoffs. No. Get in and, and do your business. And San Francisco has proven that they can do that on the road. Yeah. No, I, I, I heavily invested in San Francisco uh, a couple weeks ago to win the NFC West. Just, I, I figured I was like, Hey, based on the schedule, did you know this Wes? That the Niners only have two true road games the rest of the season. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, like, like the schedule actually sets up pretty well for them because next Monday night they'll be in Mexico at the Estadio Azteca. Oh, taking, that's right. Taking on the Cardinals, and that counts as one of their quote-unquote road games. Mm-hmm. But they only have two true road games. One of which I believe is in either L.A. or Ve- and I think Vegas. Mm-hmm. They come here to, to, the, to play the Raiders. So it's a pretty favorable schedule here for San Francisco. As you can see, it's on that right-hand column. They go to yeah. Seattle you gotta, and then come to Vegas. Yeah, and you got uh, after next Monday night, you got a, what looks like a pretty dead Saints team Against right Saints, now yeah. based on what I saw in Pittsburgh yesterday. Miami, Tampa Bay, you do get them at home. So yeah, the, the schedule definitely sets up for a team that, you know, I think probably it's looking like 10 and 7, at least when mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of forecast what they might end up because they might lose a game that they shouldn't. But, yeah, the 49ers, I, I think uh, they're just one of those teams, you know, they find a way to get it done defensively. You know, the quarterback play can be kind of hit or miss for mm-hmm. that team, but they they just find ways and and i think that's a really danger team in the playoffs because they do have playoff experience and i mean like you look at minnesota it's going to be for mo- a lot of these guys relatively new to them yes and and philadelphia of course got theirs last year against tampa bay but they were absolutely outmanned and outclassed mm-hmm. so yeah nfc wide open yeah I, I think the niners i think they'll go 11 and 6 based on that schedule i think they'll lose mm-hmm. I think they'll lose at Seattle because that's going to be like the game of the year for Seattle, and that'll be an intense home field advantage for the Seahawks. And I think there's one other spot. Maybe it's the Dolphins. Maybe it's the Buccaneers. But I think they take care of at Cardinals, which is in Mexico, Saints. uh, You have the Commanders coming to town, at Raiders, Cardinals at home. uh, Even the Bucs. I think they would beat the Bucs. I like that matchup with them. I I think it's going to be probably – at Seattle, then one other game. Maybe it's Miami or something that's unexpected. But 11-6, and six, I think, is where we end up seeing with yeah. San Francisco. But we're back to the game. They've come back. And right now it's 2-10 and 10 there for Washington. A, a Washington team that they continue to run the football pretty well, man. Yeah, and they're running it with a lot of different guys, too. Uh, Brian Robinson, of course, yeah. is who I attacked on the prop. He's got 45 yards, so he's got the most carries. But Gibson, Curtis Samuel, look, they're trying to use Curtis like Debo. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Samuel package, I guess, 13 carries out of the backfield this year, second amongst wide receivers in the league. Of course, Debo at 21 is first. So, you know, they're not not running Debo. Maybe they're not using him as much as they did yeah. last year after he said, hey, guys, <laughs> cut it out. Can we take it a little <laughs> bit easy? Can I get the ball in the open field and down the field? <laughs> he said, hey, guys, cut it out. I don't yeah. want to take this beating that running backs take. Right. But, uh, it's like I want to play past till I'm 30. Yeah, that would be advantageous. But nice there, throw there yeah. by Taylor Heineke to Terry McLaurin. There goes McLaurin. So that this this Heineke McLaurin connection that we both wanted to highlight. So far, it's been good here in this game. And I thought that the Eagles' corners might be able to take him out, but McLaurin in the first half, five receptions for 67 yards. He's already gone over his receiving yards prop, and he's already gone over his receptions prop as well. So a big night yeah. for Terry McLaurin. Yeah, and you, wouldn't, and you wouldn't have expected that necessarily against Slay and Bradbury. But uh, Taylor Heineke, I think, you know, McLaurin's been obviously the big beneficiary of the quarterback change because yeah. they were, Wentz was having trouble getting the ball to him. 
But Taylor Heineke, he, he, he knows which guy to get the ball to, and that's a kid out of Indianapolis, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, for some reason, he and Wentz never just – they never got on the same page. If, if anything, Wentz really, like, thrown to Deami Brown. Yeah. <laughs> that was Wentz's yeah. guy, which now Deami Brown, now that it's Taylor Heineke, nobody has heard from Deami Brown. I know. <laughs> he's on the side of a milk carton or something, <laughs> missing. We've got an APB out for, uh, for Deami Have Br- you seen this boy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly. Uh, but right now, the live number – the commanders getting seven and a half as it looks like they're poised to at least post <laughs> yeah, time of possession, it's, it's 20 minutes and 37 seconds, 538 for Philadelphia. And that was one of my keys. Can you control the pace here as uh, he's going to try to hit McLaurin in a, a double risky. coverage, little risky there for, uh, from Taylor yeah. Heineke, but that'll bring up third and 10 Washington. If they settle for three, I feel like it's a little disheartening because man, we've been dominating this right. game. We've been, commanding the pace like you mentioned with the time of possession being what it is and if you after all that you're still losing that's that's not that's not a good science no I, no I think it for, isn't for morale you almost need to score a touchdown this, on this is run. like tough for me because i have the commanders plus seven and i did bet it but i've got that big money line on philadelphia and it's like i don't want this to like be a sweat you know because i couldn't find anything so i'm like i need you know as close to a layup as i can possibly get and as terry mclaurin i believe Ooh, he is tackle. going to be about a yard and a half short yeah that was of really the first tackle. down Really good tackle because I thought he was going to yeah. bully his way there to get that first down. But uh, I mean, you mentioned the sweat. I mean, I was sweating a little bit with the Texans the and the Houston, Eagles. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the first half was played pretty tight, and then the Eagles went ahead and did their thing. So I mean, it's that point where you, you need Washington to stay competitive for your first half bet, mm-hmm. like like they are right now. But then in the second half, then Philadelphia can kind of stretch their legs. And, uh, and Ron Rivera going to go for it. It is a fourth yeah. and one, but it's about fourth and one and a half. Really, fourth and a long one, isn't that what they say That's when they're describing say. this? So uh, right They'll up the up. middle, and there you go. First down, Commanders. Wow, so the Washington Commanders taking it to the Philadelphia Eagles right now, and they look poised to maybe reach Paydirt and take the lead for the first time in this game. That time of possession, Washington 22-04, Philadelphia 538. It's not a good projection there if you're the Eagles right now as they lead it by four but might not be for long as we have reached the two-minute warning and we have reached another break here. We'll be back with more on the other side. It is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Lace up the boots with the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the latest odds, lines, and boosts, Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers' special World Cup promotions like our World Cup Futures, Insurance Bet, and World Cup Daily Bet and Gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. The Washington Commanders are on the doorstep of scoring a touchdown and taking the lead here on Monday Night Football against the Eagles. And Brian Robinson is going to punch that in for a touchdown. Yeah, I think he reached over, so I think that's going to be a touchdown. 139 left to go. Commanders take the lead. So the plus seven now looks good. Now we got to be scared for the second half. We'll see if Philadelphia can uh, get some points on the board. One timeout, 139 left to go in the half. Uh, is there a big commander's contingency here at Circa? I don't know. I, I, I hear cheers whenever they yeah. score. And, and Washington is not really, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I mean, they are, na- like, they once were a proud yes. franchise when they yes. were a national brand, but n- now not so much. But, 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 but it's been a while. It's been a while. But maybe it took people took the points with, if you took plus 11, you're feeling good. If you took plus seven in the first half, like Wes... Look, yeah, look at that drive. Right 16 plays, 86 yards, 704. Mm. Philadelphia has had the ball for like five and a half minutes. Now, and, and that's the thing. Like Philadelphia can control the clock too because they usually have a very good running game, even though Washington pretty solid against the run. Now, with all that said, Wes, is this an opportunity to potentially bet Philadelphia? Because the Eagles have a chance to double up. They have the ball right now, or they're going to get the ball with 139 left. They're going to get the ball to start the second half. They're down by three. 
there's a chance to where maybe the next time Washington gets the ball, mm-hmm. they could be down 28-17. Right, because the commanders, <laughs> of course, they fumbled on that first drive. Yes. So, yeah, uh, just looking at it, I mean, I'm not going to do it, even though I don't, you know, it's not financial stake in terms mm-hmm. of our, our uh, little contest we have with the uh, show uh, preceding us, Visa in primetime. But, yeah, four and a half, uh, I would like to be laying – Three and a half, but I mean, I think mm-hmm. that would be the target, but it's going to be four and a half uh, minus a dollar five, 54 and a half, by the way, on the total juice, the under at minus 120. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking right now. I'm opening up my Boyd account to see what the, I'm seeing four and a half minus 102. And yeah, it's it's tough to try to want to want to lay that because you feel like the back door is going to be open and based on how Philadelphia has been defending today. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're going to feel comfortable with the, yeah, right, door. right, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the Eagles are just so good right now like, for like, for this number. Here's the thing: the, the yardage is lopsided, as is the top twenty two forty three for the Commanders, five thirty eight for the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. But if you look, Commanders just kind of grinding it out four point seven yards a play, which is not horrible, but it's not great. But yet, you know, the Eagles six yards a play, so it's like when they get the ball. They've been able to move the ball, and it's been gashing. But this defense is definitely, I think, a cause for concern in Philadelphia. I'm seeing here at Circle where we sit, it's Eagles laying five at plus 104. Mm-hmm. And that's plus money is tempting. Right. Like, tempting. I mean, but the Eagles are in for a dog fight. I mean, they this, are. Is, this isn't going to be a layup. No, this is not going to be Eagles, oh, now we wake up and then roll them 35 to 17. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's what the situation is, but I'm just wondering that just because of the possibility for Philadelphia to double up, that you could get to a point to where, if you wanted to, give yourself a little bit of a middle. Now, it's not the most key numbers, but if you were to lay five, Eagles score a touchdown before the half, get the ball to start the second half, score another touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that what point, Washington's getting, what, more than two touchdowns? Probably. Yeah, yeah, it's, certain, it's certainly, I mean, this would be the time to do it. Now, yeah. do you think that, you know, based on what you've seen, you know, what are your eyes telling you? And I think your eyes are telling you that Philadelphia can move the ball, but yes. you're worried. You're, I don't know if you're necessarily worried about them scoring. No. You're worried about them getting stops getting at the this stop. standpoint. Yeah, like, like if they were to double up, and go up 28-17 the next time Washington gets the ball, do they prevent Washington from then making it 28-24? Right. That's my concern there. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the over probably would have been the bet there to make it potentially, but I don't want to go over 50. I know, and, and, I, and, I, and I think, you know, I know we were kind of tempted, uh, dropped on first Not down pass. by Kenny Gainwell, but uh, I think we were kind of, you know, looking maybe second half under mm-hmm. what was going to be the play, because keep in mind there was a touchdown on a short field with that with that Heineke fumble. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second half under was, yeah, that, that's – we'll see what they post, but, man – with the way Philadelphia is playing defense, it's I don't know. It's and their defense is they're they've been out there for a lot of snaps. Yeah, is one of the things too. So, like if they get tired and yeah. Washington's able to put together another drive in the second half, to where now Philadelphia is gasping for air and mm-hmm. Washington keeps pounding them with that run game. It could get bad here. For and, and 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 here comes a third and five. And I think Big one play, of the, one of the reasons why too is when. When you, when you are sitting on that sideline, you get out of rhythm. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing now Philadelphia, they're going to go three and out. A.J. Brown slips yeah. uh, on the grass there. So now uh, Washington uh, going to go ahead and at least get the football back with about a minute to go. So, when you, well, yeah, when you're, when you're not in a pattern and when you're on the, on the bench for so long, just kind of sitting and watching this other offense just slowly take time and slowly drive down the field – this has been a good game plan by the commanders here in the first half. Oh, it's been a very good game plan, and the Eagles haven't been up to snuff. Like This is probably about as poorly as we've seen them play. But you got to credit Washington mm-hmm. for making them look this way as well as maybe it's the commanders who get a chance to maybe add on a touchdown before the half because there's still plenty of time for Washington to go ahead and put something on the board. 106 left to go. They have one timeout, so it's not the most ideal, but they don't have that far to go. The field position is pretty solid. What are they on their own 35 or something yes. like that? So a couple big plays here and there, you could at least maybe tack on a field goal, which in that, at that point, if they tack on a field goal, maybe the Eagles are laying like two and a half. I think that's when I would get involved. But this is going to be no cakewalk for Philadelphia. Like you pointed out, like this is no 
cakewalk whatsoever with what Washington has done. I mean, doubled them up in the yards here. And this Eagles defense, once again, back out there. And I wouldn't be surprised and, if they're a little gassed this, right this now. This is where the Eagles, I mean, they got to they gotta find a way to get pressure. And that's easier said than done because they are gassed where it's like, you know, if you pressure Taylor Heineke, I mean, and that's not different than any yeah. quarterback, but I think it's been pro- more pronounced based on the numbers I read earlier in the show. 38th out of 41 qualified quarterbacks, or 41 rather, he doesn't like that pressure, mm-hmm. and he'll give it to you if you let him. Yeah, he'll make mistakes <laughs> if, if, you, if, if you go ahead and pressure him. But it looks like Antonio Gibson uh, gets his ankle caught underneath Kaiser White, I believe that is. So Gibson holding on to that, that left ankle there, being looked at by the trainers, not ideal. Uh, hopefully he's okay and able to continue. We never like to see player injuries, especially when you – bet on them for props mm-hmm. and stuff, which is one of the downsides of betting on player props. And I know I have Antonio Gibson in my same game parlay, and we never got to our same game parlays, actually, because we were caught up in what was going on with the commanders about to score that touchdown during that segment. But I know my same game parlay, I had Gibson over rushing yards, tied to Hurts anytime TD, Hurts over rushing yards, Heineke under passing yards, which I don't know about that anymore, and then Devontae Smith over on the receiving yards, and Smith is at 38 receiving yards, so that's trending well here. But Heineke, in terms of his pass yards, already at 127. So I guess he theoretically could go under based on Washington being competitive in this game and maybe them trying to take the air out of the ball. But uh, right now, I don't like to see Gibson walking off there, kind of limping, especially when they have other really good alternatives like Brian Robinson to go ahead and run the football. In this game, so that parlay plays out twenty to one with the Veasan live bet tonight, Bucks with our DraftKings exemption. But right now, under a minute to go, second and five, Washington they had to use a timeout. So important to note that out because Gibson got hurt, so they had to take that injury timeout. So no more timeouts for the Commanders, but they're on their own thirty-five with a chance to maybe get into field goal range to tack on a, a few more here to this three-point lead that they have. Yeah, if you're Philadelphia, you got to find a way just to send them three and out. Even even if this is 17-14 at the half. Yeah, you're still okay. Yeah, you don't feel like, you know, you, you feel pretty good at least going mm-hmm. into the second half. But you cannot let them keep this defense on the field. I know it's right before halftime is Ooh. that Heineke's going to keep and he's going to get the first down now. Washington, uh, their their play callers have been outdoing Philadelphia's play callers, no question about it. In the first half, it's been a really good first half for for old Scott Turner out there because uh, right now it's twenty five seconds. Just a few minutes ago, the Eagles were what minus fourteen and a half, and now they're minus yeah. three and a half for the game, which is wild. So that's going to tell you if this score stays the same. Expect assuming this is seventeen fourteen and Washington mm-hmm. doesn't score. Probably, you know, three and a, or six and a half, seven for the second half number yeah. would be my guess. Six and a half, yeah. That's mm-hmm. because that, that well, that still post that still puts it north of, of course, they don't want to make it six or less because no. then they're going to leave the three in the play and they don't want to do that. Yeah, they'd write it. So they're going to make you at least go over one key number. Yeah, and there you go. Heineke connects once again. Is that to, uh, hey, the guy we said was on a ghost at a milk carton, Deami Brown. There he goes. <laughs> the catch. So Heineke does like him. He throws to him. As right now, Washington on the edge of field goal range. We'll get you caught up on what happens on this drive when we come back. There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-leaf-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is... An addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We have reached halftime with Monday Night Football between the Washington Commanders and the Philadelphia Eagles. And like we say all the time here on VSIN Live Bet Tonight, halftime is game time. And that is our time right now as Washington. What a half, Wes, for the Commanders. They lead it 20 to 14. You were on Washington plus seven in the first half. That's a no sweat winner there as now the Commanders take this six-point lead in the locker room, feeling good after Joey Sly blasted a 58-yard field goal through the uprights to end the half. Yeah, definitely. Feeling good, like I should. <laughs> and the Commanders should feel good because they dominated the first half. 51-19, to 19, and that's the total plays, by the way. That's the most glaring stat. Plus, uh, at com- commingle that with the uh, time of possession, 23-49 to 6-11 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Commander's only 4.6 a play, but when you run enough volume, when you're a volume shooter, you're, you're going to do pretty well. They, uh, Kaneke only got sacked one time, did have the fumble that led to the early Philadelphia points, but Eagles just out of rhythm because they haven't been on the field at all. So, you know, now we're starting to look at second-half numbers coming in. We're some seven-and-a-halves out there, which mm-hmm. basically makes Philadelphia minus one-and-a-half to win the game and 23 on the total, so that is uh, 57. And uh, what did this close? 43. It was Four, opener, yeah. opener of 45 down to 43. So, you know, some uh, some are dealing, most are dealing seven-and-a-halves out there, but I saw uh, right behind us here at Circus Sports and also at Westgate, they're dealing seven. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to do anything with the side necessarily. I, well, I, they actually just went to seven and a half. Okay. Now. At plus money though, if you, if you want to lay seven and a half, it's plus one hundred five. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, look, that that's just one of those things too. I mean, is it going to land one or is it going to land you know more than one? So yeah, I, I I probably you know I don't think I would be pushed off if it was seven and a half instead of seven mm-hmm. necessarily. But you got to determine, hey, are, are, they, are they the better team? And for do 30 minutes, they're not. So, you know, looking maybe at the total, because I think if the commanders can kind of, you know, control the ball. and Command the pace. Yeah, command the pace, like we talked about in terms of our keys at the top. 
this might be tough for Philadelphia to get many points. I know, I know they're such a quick strike offense and they have so many weapons and Jalen Hurts has been every bit the MVP candidate to start the season, but that's a, that's kind of a tough ask, I think. No, because you're, you're eyeing kind of the under here with this situation. I uh, Initially, at first yeah. glance, I would be. now, And I think one of the reasons why I think regardless whichever team ends up winning this game, it could play out for both sides for the under mm-hmm. is that the Eagles get the ball to start the second half. But if you look in the first half on the box score, their defense was out there for 51 plays. I don't think Philadelphia is going to be in any rush to put their defense back out there on the field. I think they're going to hope for kind of a methodical drive, march the ball down the field, score a touchdown, take the lead. Is I think ideally how Nick Sirianni would want the start mm-hmm. of this second half to play out. So my guess is that you're going to see – a more ball control effect. Like the Eagles are going to try to yeah, command the pace. I got to think that, half. yeah, give them a taste of their own medicine. I got to think that this is a little bit, you know, a lot of Miles Sanders. Yep. You know, a lot of Boston Scott here. And I, and I think that's absolutely what the doctor ordered. Yeah. So I, I think just because looking at the box score, I don't think Philly, especially on offense, I don't think Philly played poorly. Right. They just didn't play. Right. <laughs> like they just didn't play. Yeah. Look, they haven't, they haven't trailed in the second. <laughs> and they have, this is the first game that they're going to trail in the second yeah. half really all year. We know that Philadelphia sometimes has like a sleepy quarter, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's the second quarter. And, you know, they, they remember when they let Dallas in that game on, on Sunday night football and they were smacking Dallas around. Yeah. And look, you leave a decent team in the game. They're going to come back and make it interesting. Then Philly had that run where they pretty much ran the ball every play right at Dallas and were able to win the game at the end. I, Looking at the side, I'm, I'm just wondering, am I stepping in it if I lay the seven and a half at even money? Mm-hmm. Because I still think Philadelphia wins this game. I just I well, worry that their defense well, is exhausted. That's where let – me, let me uh, take a look. Okay. I mean, I guess you might as well lay the pool because I'm just looking at what the uh, live money line yeah. would be because, look, you still have live numbers up plus second-half numbers. Now they're going to equal out mm-hmm. in terms of the spread, but do you want to lay minus 165? But that's basically like, okay, if I'm laying seven and a half, they got to win by two or more. Yeah. So if you're laying the money line, and look, I'm a guy that likes to lay, that it likes to lay money lines you know, on small mm-hmm. favorites, but... That's basically just saying, okay, maybe they win by one here. And I guess it could happen, but you don't want to necessarily leave yourself like dead to one number, I don't think. No, yeah, that, and that's that's the thing, yeah. It's like if, if it, especially when it's 20 to 14, it could easily land 21 to 20. But then I also think back that, let's say the Eagles score and make it 21-20. If Washington scores, there's a good chance they try to go for two. Mm-hmm. So I think that even though right now we're in a situation where this could land one, I think there's more likely it lands two than it lands one. Yeah. So I think even laying that I'd be with you. in game with the one and a half, my guess is that you're oh, generally you'll be all right mm-hmm. laying that. So I, can, I, can I convince you into Eagles seven and a half? No, but I may be interested in the total. The total? Yeah, the, 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 which was the, my first. The total does, and that was, we talked about, hey, looking at in-game unders here for this game, and this could once again, it could be a game where the Eagles offense doesn't have it. Now, we haven't been given any evidence of that because in 19 plays, they got nine first downs. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned, they just didn't play a lot of plays. They only had 19 plays on offense in the first half, which is wild uh, to think about. They're 51 from the commanders, the most that a team has had in one half all season long. Yeah. Like they're on place for 102 plays. Now that's not going to continue. Right. But it just goes to show you that they so they commanded that first half, no pun intended, to where Philadelphia, I think, on offense still has some bullets in the chamber to where they can mm-hmm. still put up some points here. I am I did go with uh, under twenty three minus a dollar five uh was the best I found uh for the second half under. So, you know, the places 23 over minus 115, you can get mm-hmm. like a dollar five. Some people do equal 115 splits, but that's what you can find out there, at least in some places here in the market. I'm going to lay it. You going to do it? I'm going to lay seven and a half even money. And hopefully this. I hope you're right. Hopefully this works out. <laughs> because because I, I would hate to lose because, you know, I started out slow in this little rollover deal. Yeah. And then I kind of finally figured it out. And now, I, you know, it's like, <laughs> hey, just get some winners on the board. I don't necessarily have to do a 
you know, reverse round robin here yeah. or something, uh, you know, to catch up with you guys. Uh, but now you're now you're sweating out a minus five hundred. I know now. Now I'm like Jesus. I finally figured it out, and I try to take the easy way out. Never take the easy way out. I guess. I guess so. But hey, I mean, it's oh, it actually. So it's it's bouncing back and forth between plus one hundred five yeah. and even money. So there, there's I, there's clear disagreement here in the market about what this could be now. Man, I I, I, des- I, plus I one deserve five, this I pain. I guess I don't know. It's it's not supposed to be easy. Is, no. is what they're telling us. It's not no. supposed to be easy. But. No, no, man. I mean, everybody. It's like, what do you mean? You don't you don't win all the time. This is easy as pie. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like you get beginner betters that win their first few. Oh my god! Like, I, I, this, I, that, that, this is easy. Well, that's the drug of betting is that you're bound yes. to win your first few bets. Yeah, when you, you hooked in. But then when you w- lose your next twenty. <laughs> You know, hopefully be, it's be, not next yeah, hopefully it's not next 20. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a very rare case. Yeah, but. that's but it, it, it can happen. Uh, best believe it can happen. So I, I'm in. I, I went ahead and laid it confirmed minus seven and a half at plus 105. When I got that at our friends at the South Point, they were dealing at plus 105. Nice. So, uh, we will see. I, I hope you're right that they pull this out because the last thing and, and plus, you know, be being a Colts fan and obviously being very happy with uh what happened out here in Las Vegas yesterday, mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday winning his his debut as a coach. That that entitled disgrace to the coaching profession that Jeff Saturday <laughs> is, apparently. If you listen to certain people in the national media, they're kind of part of that old boys club in terms of the coaching fraternity in the NFL, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I want is the Eagles to lose and then have to come in to Indianapolis. Pissed and off. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. You know, because maybe Sirianni, even though, you know, he's former coordinator, good relationship with the organization, mm-hmm. but they fired the guy that hired him as offensive coordinator, and that was Frank Reich. So, you know, might be looking to pay back. So uh, time for the Eagles to uh, remove head from Tukas here in the second half. Yeah, they better do that because I laid seven and a half here in the second half. Need the Eagles by two or more to go ahead and win this bet. West, you're on the under 23. Yes. For yeah, so under 57 basically so, yeah, for the game. So under 57. So we need under 57 and Eagles laying one and a half here for the second half. We'll see what happens here on Monday Night Football, hour number two coming up next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 